0: Listening to the Eurofo Radio Network, and this is to you. the Andrew Carrington Hitchcock Show with your host, Andrew Carrington Hitchcock.
1: Hello everybody. Returning with me today is Pastor Bob Jones of Nevada, and we're going to continue with his article that he wrote some years ago, fifteen years ago. Satan's Top Ten Organisations, and this is going to be Satan's Top Ten Organisations Part 2. We were talking about the banking system at the end of the last show. And so I'm going to bring Pastor Bob up right now. Pastor Bob, are you with me? I am. Excellent. Well, great to have you back on. And um, yeah, so (coughs) where we were, um, you were talking about the Sassoon family and the opium wars. I think that was back in the 1800s um, and, of course, getting China hooked on opium. And, I mean, the fact is I've heard you say on previous broadcasts that uh, people who believe that the British royal family and the Rothschild family because the assassins are part of that family they all ma- intermarried and all these different families like the Schiffs I mean uh, they shared the house in Frankfurt with the Rothschild family um, so they're all linked um, and I had a, another guy on a guy called Mike King he writes under the name of M.S. King uh he did mine side of the story which was uh, extracts of speeches uh from hitler and he also did a book called the bad war on the second world war which i've yet to read i've got to get a copy of that uh and we discussed the um the i think it's six six rothschild daughters uh along with the five sons but they're never mentioned and when you go onto the wiki page of uh, Mayor Amshell Rothschild, who started off as Bauer, as you know. Uh, it's got links for all the sons, but it hasn't got any links for all the daughters. And I've long maintained that if you... you know, it's not something I can directly prove, but I wouldn't be surprised at all if the Bushes and all these different top families we see today have sprung off from those branches. Um, your comments, Pastor Bob, and then returning to the banking uh, system.
0: Sure, the... Uh... Uh, as it started out, uh, Mayor Amschel Bauer, who changed his name to Rothschild, which means Red Shield, um, he's at the top of the food chain right directly under Satan. He's like Satan's five-star general. He, he's right there. And the Schiff family and the uh, Warburgs and the Oppenheimers and the Brothmans in Canada and the Rockefellers and in America, and so forth, they're all employees. They're not on any equal level whatsoever, and this this is a big misconception that people have. The only multi-trillionaire, and I should say multi-quadrillionaire, which is a thousand trillion, multi of those, the only family that has that kind of money is the Rothschild family, all grouped together in the Rothschild dynasty trust, which is, uh, the greatest uh, vehicle, as it were, artificially developed, but a dynasty trust for passing your wealth down from generation to generation and avoiding the state taxes and probate, um, so that you keep all that wealth within the family. Uh, the Rothschilds are at the top of the heap. <clears throat> are the, are the uh, Rockefellers multi-billionaires? Sure. Uh, but you and I are a lot closer money-wise to Rockefeller and the Oppenheimers and the Warburgs and the Schiffs. We're a lot closer to them than they are to Rothschild. That's how much money he has. The Rothschild family, by the way, and you can see this on the Internet, folks, uh, they actually have a place for Satan at their dinner table. And I've mentioned this on uh, several shows, Pastor Wickstrom's show and so forth. <clears throat> Excuse me. And they actually, I'm quite sure, uh, have, uh, rabbis or rabies as I like to call them, uh, that are well trained in the black arts and they conjure up Satan and he actually sits at the Rothschild table and, uh, has dinner with them and tells them what he wants to do. And then behind the scenes in the spiritual world, he makes sure that that happens. That's black magic. And, uh, that might seem far-fetched to a lot of people. Um, but, uh, if, if you study black magic, which, uh, I'm not a proponent of that, but I've read, uh, Manly P. Hall, who had the philosophical research society, uh, never met him, but, uh, he, uh, I have his, uh, of 250 books of autographed copies of the secret teachings of all ages. I have the 250th. And I uh, used to buy, uh, all his books on all the various organizations and religions and so forth. And, uh, I did quite a study of him. So that's kind of where some of this, uh, information comes from. But, uh, the deal is this, is that Yahweh, uh, Satan was an archangel and was the number one archangel. And he turned bad wanting to take over and be Yahweh and get rid of Yahweh. Well, that, that was, arguably the dumbest thing ever in the history of the universe. And he knows that now, and his time is short. Well, why is he even allowed to rule at all this planet? And he even tried to tempt Yahshua, Yahweh as Yahshua, uh, said, oh, all these kingdoms, all these nations out here, uh, you know, all you got to do is worship me, and I'll give you control of all of them. Well, you know, he told him. he says, it's written, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Uh it, it, They say, Lord, you know, in that you're not supposed to tempt me. That was Yahweh in a flesh body, not the son of Yahweh. And so anyway, uh obviously, Yahweh, you know, could, could destroy all of this in a, a millisecond if he wanted to, and could take it away from Satan any time. But kind of <laughs> being as I... Uh, primarily in the real estate business, I've always looked at this like Yahweh allowed Satan to rule for a short time or give him a lease. And when that lease is up, which is coming up soon, uh, that's the end. It's over. He gets to rule. In, in the meantime there, he cannot do certain things. He has to go before Yahweh to ask permission. You can read a lot about that in the book of Job. And, uh, Satan always had to go before Yahweh to ask permission before he could do anything. And he says, I, you know, I want to destroy Job. He says, no, he says, you can do everything else, but you can't kill him. You can give him, uh, cancer, which was the botch back then and boils on the skin and take away his wealth and kill all his children and his wife and so forth. And you can do all that, but you can't kill him. Um, so read that in the book of Job. Um, but anyway, getting back to the banking organization here, <clears throat> Rothschild figured out and it's often been said that the alchemist, what they wanted to do was find a way to turn lead into gold. Well, Rothschild found the better way. You take paper, pa- people take the paper receipts in, in lieu of gold and treat the paper receipts like it was the gold or silver. <clears throat> and it was backed by the gold or silver. And then as time went on, uh, Rothschild figured out that he could remove it being backed by gold or silver, because it used to say on the money, gold certificate or silver certificate. But eventually, now it just says a Federal Reserve note. Note is the evidence of debt. And so that means uh, that's the, the Federal Reserve money or the Rothschild's money, and that's debt, and you owe that debt to them plus interest. Always got to have the interest. And Yahweh says, oh, no, man, anything and never pay interest to any man, period. Um, so th- this was the whole thing. Uh, and they were they were called, uh, the the lenders were called Shylocks, uh, just like uh, lawyers or, or liars, which is where that term comes from. An attorney means to a turn or to twist. They were called Shysters. So those are the Shy's. The, the the uh the Shylocks and the shysters, that's the lawyers and the bankers. And the lawyers make the laws to protect the bankers and to screw you, the, the general public. But uh way back when they had the coins, uh gold coins and silver coins, uh the Jews would shave off just little small around the edges so you wouldn't really notice. After that coin had been shaved quite a number of times, now it's shrinking in size and has less weight. And that's when the governments, uh they decided that they're going to put the ridges, those little ridges on the edges, so that that would discourage the coin clippers because people could say, oh, I don't want this coin, you know, because it's been shaved. You can see here by the ridges and so forth. So the Jew figures out, they lay awake at night to figure out how how do I cheat and steal, let me count the ways. And they go on and on and on and on. And every single thing in life, you can find that they've, uh, you know, tried to cheat the people. Going up to the stock market crash of 1929, which happened October 29th, 1929. I know that because that was 20 years to the day I was born October 29th, 1949, 20 years before me, is when the stock market collapsed and that was caused and created by the mathematical genius, uh, John Ken- uh, Kennedy, uh, Joseph Kennedy, the father. And uh, he was allowed after he caused the collapse, um, which was a simple pump and dump scheme that's used in the markets all the time where they pump stocks up and then uh, eventually they dump them and they lost like 95% of all the wealth in the stock market evaporated. People were jumping out of windows and so forth and, and got totally wiped out and owed tons of debt. But the bottom line is that uh, he was also allowed in 1933 and 34 to put the laws in that would prevent that from happening again. Uh, it happens anyway, but that was the idea. And uh then also he got the... uh uh, the the blessing from the Rothschild family that all the scotch during Prohibition uh, that came over here to America, he got uh, 25 cents per bottle uh, went directly to the Kennedy uh, family and uh, still to this day that uh, remains every bottle of scotch which is why I don't drink scotch, I, I like it but it's uh, I drink Irish whiskey so Kennedy doesn't get that but the son, when he became president, John Kennedy, he signed an executive order one 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 zero, which says basically that we will stop doing business with the Federal Reserve. The Treasury of America will now print the money and they printed up silver certificates. And uh, that number that I have in here is a little bit wrong. It was actually about four billion rather than four hundred million worth of notes. Um, but anyway uh he he printed uh that up and got that in the c- circulation it was silver certificates and then uh, because he did that uh, the Rothschild family had Kennedy assassinated uh, they call the uh, which is funded by the CIA a hundred percent and uh they set it up with the secret service and so forth and there's even a a video that I happen to have and a lot of people have where the driver turns around and he actually fires the final shot through Kennedy's uh, head there uh, after he was shot from the grassy knoll. Oswald didn't make that shot. It's an impossible shot. Uh, the top snipers with scopes cannot make that shot. And supposedly Oswald made that shot with an old rifle without a scope. I mean, come on, folks, it, you know, you, you have to stop believing the Jew lies. They don't even make good lies, and, and the people believe them because the media pushes that. And, it, you know, the Jews have a saying, if you tell a lie long enough, it becomes the truth. Well, it becomes believable if you tell a lie long enough, but a, a lie never becomes the truth, ever. Uh But anyway... um, so the very first thing that Johnson did when he took over, and, and by the way, when the driver shot, which is why Jackie jumped out of the car and was trying to get out the back um, because she thought she was next to get shot by the driver. That's why she jumped out. And the other uh, Secret Service guy who was not in on the deal, he wanted to push her in thinking he was doing her uh, safety that the gun was from outside the car. No, the gun was also from inside the car. You had both. And uh, <clears throat> anyway, uh, all that was uh, giantly covered up. Um, I don't think any, any intelligent person in America believes Lee Harvey Oswald uh, actually killed Kennedy. But at any rate, as we go back here, the very first thing Johnson did as president when he was sworn in was he rescinded that executive order 11110 and you can look it up on the internet 11110 <clears throat> when he rescinded that he turned back the printing of money over to the federal reserve and he immediately stole the silver out of the coinage because all our coins prior to 64 used to be uh all all silver you had 90% silver and 10%, 10% uh, uh, a base, uh, generally nickel or whatever, and, uh, uh, or zinc they use in coin, sometimes copper. But at any rate, they, uh, it was 90% silver. So they took all those silver coins out of circulation and they printed up these slugs, which, uh, you know, uh, they're worthless and, um, as far as having any monetary value. So, uh, frankly, Frankie Rosenfeld, which was his true name, he stole the gold in 33, and then Johnson stole the silver in 64. Reagan, uh, who was the best president of my lifetime, uh, in 86, he put back into circulation gold and silver coins so people could get them again. Um, and that's the true wealth, not the phony paper money. So what Rothschild does is they print up phony paper money they print up, whether it's a $1 bill, 5, 10, 20, 50, 100, cost them two and a half cents per bill to print up for the labor, the ink and the paper. And then they, uh, they, uh, are the first ones to spend that in the circulation. And then you have to, the treasury has to pay them back through taxes collected through the IRS, has to pay them back that money plus interest. Okay. So they, they, you get to print up on, think of this folks, you print up a hundred dollar bill, cost you two and a half cents. You get to spend it like it's a hundred dollar bill. And then the government has to pay you back that hundred dollar plus two or 3% interest or whatever it is. So you get a hundred and two hundred and three dollars back for something that costs you two and a half cents to print up. Uh, if you can't get rich on that game, you can never get rich and they get to spend it into existence first, and what do they do? They give you this phony piece of paper that you believe is money. They give that to you, and then you give them your labor or you give them a hard, tangible asset, whatever it is, from a pack of bubble gum onto a house or a car or a business or whatever, and you give it to them for that. That's why the Rothschild family got wealth, Wealthy and they, they basically, since 1885, they control the entire world that they could buy it all up tomorrow, a hundred percent, and they could go give you, let's say your house is worth a hundred thousand, they could go give you a million dollars in, in paper, uh, money. And so you think, oh, I just made 10 times my money. Well, one day the musical chair stops and now that paper money becomes worthless as all fiat money does become worthless and so that this is what you have uh you know and you have uh, uh almost 20 trillion in debt now um supposedly uh we'll get into uh, down the line the uh uh on the uh kafra uh, which is a comprehensive annual financial report. But for now, uh, all that money and the interest uh, the Jews want, and they want you, there's no way to pay it off, which means you have perpetual slavery. So the only thing to do is what? Is to, you have to uh, take out 100% your slave masters, uh, which is, the government and the, and the the Rothschild family, primarily the Rothschild family. I, I, I don't know why for the life of me that the British SAS or the Navy SEALs or uh, some uh, other top group haven't just take out the Rothschild family. A hundred percent that would buy us a lot of time uh, to where we could start straightening things out and people would start, uh, putting the world back together correctly. That's what well, Yahweh's gonna do when he returns. There won't be one Jew left anywhere on planet Earth. End of story. There won't be any of these sodomites running around, uh, wanting, uh, bathroom privileges and, uh, the pedophiles and all. They're all gonna be gone 100%. And when you get rid of all the evil, now you have the good. Now the good needs to be retrained. And you need to understand the right way to live life, and it's all in the scriptures. It's been there for a couple of thousand years that you can read, uh, or at least the last 500 years it's been there in English, uh actually 1380 AD since uh, Wycliffe wrote the first book in English. But it's been there. The, the, the knowledge is there, and you need to stop running around in Satan land or Rothschild land like Disneyland and Walt Disney was a great Christian man he he got really shafted that's a whole another topic and story um by the jew media um who control Hollyweird and all that sort of thing but uh yeah i mean it, this is what you have with the banking organization <clears throat> rothschild they own the central bank of every country in the world some say oh well they don't own iran and and cuba and uh, North Korea. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he he wouldn't exist if he didn't. Th- those three countries wouldn't even exist if they didn't. He controls every central bank of every country there is. He will kill, no problem, Kennedy, President Kennedy. He'll kill any of the other dictators who all of a sudden they get too big for their britches. And they uh, think that they're going to uh, run their little s- sector of the world. Um, They send down the economic hitman, uh, right away, uh, John Perkins book. If you ever want to read that, tell you exactly how, uh, the U.S. government, uh, sends, uh, through the CIA and so forth to, uh, they offer them money in these countries to, uh, so the oil companies can move in and other, uh, multinational corporations and they can go in and do these sort of things uh, in there. And uh, they either told the line or they get uh, killed and they just put another dictator in there that they control. It's a real simple deal, my way or no way. Um, and so that's how Rothschild is run with an iron hand and he's Satan's favorite kids and has a place at the table of the Rothschild family. And I believe a hundred percent that these, some of these rabies who understand black magic, they conjure up Satan and other demons Um Before, when the Rothschilds need to have a a powwow uh, with their father, Satan. and, And that's what they do. And they run the world with an iron hand and they have one last goal because since they've taken over all the banks, which have taken over all the governments, which control all the politicians and they put all the judges in and the lawyers to make the laws that you want, because if something you want to do is illegal, well, that's real simple. You buy off a politician or several politicians and they change the law. And then what you wanted to do is now legal. Uh, it's a real simple thing. It's it's uh, <clears throat> I lived in Mexico for eight years down there. Uh, and, uh, you know, people used to think the Mexican government was corrupt. <clears throat> the Mexican government couldn't hold a candle to corruption when it comes to the U.S. or British governments. Both of them are the two most corrupt that there is and they're both run by the Rothschild family. Uh, They run it through the Bank of England in England, and they run it through the Federal Reserve in America. Well,
1: it's um, exactly uh, what... (coughs) um, Certainly when you were talking about the satanic element, I remember um, seeing... Sorry, hearing Michael Collins Piper on a show, and he actually referred to some painting I was just trying to look up on the internet while you were uh, uh, speaking there, Pastor Bob, which... uh, Showed Satan at the Rothschild dinner table But what I came up with instead Was uh, I'll send it on to you And I might do a post of it um, it was some scenes from a Rothschild party, some photos from 1972, and it's even got the invitation, and that's written backwards, so you have to use a mirror to read it. And they've all got these weird masks on, like uh, out of the Stanley Kubrick's last film, Eyes Wide Shut, that was cut to ribbons because it gave up too much information, and he died before it even came out. Uh, and then, uh, and that was at Mentmore, uh, which was over is over in the UK, and then. Um, where these photos were taken was at um, the one in France, which is on the article. And that one uh, was actually used in um, a Roman Polanski film called uh, The Ninth Gate. And that was at Chateau de Ferriere. And let's say this, this is from 1972. And these photos are all wearing goat's heads. And there's a woman uh, with a mask on with an apple hanging down in front of her face, you know, to simulate that ridiculous story um it's um uh eve eating the forbidden fruit etc you know the apple thing they try and push it's really amazing photos so i'll have to do something with that and then um yeah you refer to different people kennedy and what have you but we can't forget people that actually tried to uh, somebody tried to challenge him legally, uh, Louis B McFadden. They tried several times to get him to kill him and poison him surreptitiously, and in the end they did and then of course, we got Charles Lindbergh when they kidnapped his child, so even though he was not in a position of power they couldn 't allow him to get to that position um, and then finally, my only comment before we move on to the next section is we keep talking about. Oh, is Trump going to get in? Is he going to do this? Is this this politician that politician? Always remember what Mayor Amshel Rothschild, the first Rothschild, said and that was, give me control of a nation's money, and I care not who makes its laws. So as you just said, once you've got control of the money, you control the politicians, and then you can, you've can you got all the money, so you can buy up anything you need, like the media. That's why 96% of the world's media are in these people's hands, the Jews' hands now. It just goes on and on and on. So, um, yeah, we've got the next section, which we kind of almost linked into already and in what you were saying and this is part three multinational corporations and what you've written here is the international merchants of the world moved the goods and services and used to be the money powerhouse until the paper money game came to be they were forced to succumb to their power the WTO, the EU, NAFTA, GATT etc are now the dictatorial powers The name of the game with corporations is profit. Dividends to the shareholders, cut costs equals more profit. Cheap slave labour or slave wages. The directors and officers have their big salaries and perks and retirement golden parachutes. The workers have no security. The stock market is manipulated, the bond market also, green mail hostile takeovers... But the boys at the top know when to dump the stock and when to buy more. They are anti-Christ sons. Our Father's word in scripture says, "'Come out from among them and be ye separate. Buy a self-sufficient farm, grow your own food, have your own business, buy from other Christ sons only. Don't do business with the corporations.' The corporations pay no taxes, you pay their taxes. Don't invest your money in them. Don't work for them, don't buy from them. Let them go out of business. Our Christ sons have become slaves to the merchants who sell us things we don't need for more than what we can afford to pay. Over to you, Pastor Bob.
0: Yeah, I mean, the the multinational corporations, those were the merchants of the old days. when they uh, set up and created the stock market to get investors, first you have to get the workers to where they, uh, you know, need to put away their money in a savings account. But since the banks pay so little, they're told to put their money in the markets, the stock market, and then these wonderful mutual funds, <laughs> which are absolute garbage. Uh, you could, you could take the S and P 500, from Vanguard that pays 0.02% fee. Uh, It's all done on a computer program and it buys equal portions of the top 500 uh, stocks in America, uh, standard and poor's. And uh, you can put your money in there and you will beat out 85% of the mutual fund managers that are out there consistently time after time. I don't even recommend that one. But uh, to put your money in a mutual fund um, or or anybody that puts your money in the stock market, bond market, commodity market, options market, uh, hedge funds, mutual funds, you name it, any of that stuff, that's a gambling game. That's like the blackjack table, the craps table, the roulette wheel, the baccarat table, the slot machines, the keynote board, uh, the, the sports betting and so forth, on and on and on. It's all gambling. Uh, I don't put any of my money in there. Uh, a few of the casino games I know how to beat. I used to be a notorious card counter many years ago in the seventies. Uh, made tons of money. Um, but that game's changed. Uh, these days, uh, I know groups, old friends of mine, they know how to beat poker and they know how to beat, uh, dice. Uh, they're dice controllers. Uh, good website called Golden Touch. Uh, do I recommend any of that? No, he always says don't gamble um, but uh the, the discipline is tremendous anyway. You need to study uh, in gambling at least six months uh eight hours every day before you make your first bet. Most people don't have that discipline. The stock bond and commodity market uh you can go to uh, dr van Tharp school he's the top teacher there is in the world. he teaches all the uh, a lot of hedge fund guys, all the top traders of the big banking corporations, Goldman Sachs and Merrill Lynch and so forth, and but you have to. It cost uh, like ninety thousand dollars these days. It used to cost two hundred. Now it costs ninety, so you got a bargain there. And but you got to study eight hours a day, every day, for two years minimum before you make your first bet. Um, in the markets there. And many people have went on to become billionaires. Do I recommend that? Absolutely not. Um, So, But what the people need is you need to see where you came from, why, where you're here now in Satan land, Rothschild land, Disneyland, Fantasy land, where you're at here today. You need to get out of this game and you need to go back to where you came from. And where that is, is a self-sufficient farm, where you have a place out in the countryside, it's all paid for, so you have no mortgage. <clears throat> you grow your own food, so you have no food costs. You buy a river or a lake, or you have a well that you can drill and so forth, so you have no water bill. These days you have solar panel and windmill and backup generators and different things, so you don't have a power bill or a gas bill and so forth. If you even want a cable TV to watch Talmud Vision, I don't know why, uh, <clears throat> but you're better off. You can just get a, uh, a dish, a di- you know that you put on your house, and you can get TV from there, and uh, you just pay for the dish, but you don't have that monthly fee. <clears throat> what that's what the Jew wants is to make a slave, and and they understand that cash flow you continuing to pay the mortgage, continuing to make the car payment, continuing to put any overage money you have in the mutual fund, continuing to pay the gas bill, the water bill, the power bill, the cable bill, the phone bill, all these things. You're a slave. You are a slave. You are just working to make the Jews rich. They know that they want to almost games so that you continue to the you know you, you're forced in the city if you live and you don't grow your own food you're forced to go to the supermarket or to a restaurant you got to eat so but if you have your own self-sufficient farm which is what yahweh wanted for you always wanted for you which is why when they escaped egypt and went into the land of canaan and were supposed to kill every man woman and child they didn't they stupid king saul he left five uh, percent alive uh, but king david he went around he killed all the jew nations and took all the spoils from there and brought it back and his people were very very wealthy and they had this self-sufficient farm and while you plant the food um and now it uh you know it's growing before the harvest During that period of time, people would set up what was called a cottage industry, or they might be a furniture maker or a clothes maker or a blacksmith. These days you could be a gunsmith, Um, you know, a a lot of different things that you can do in that time while the crops are growing, or you could do nothing if you didn't, uh, you know, you had time to read, you had time to think, you had time to study the scriptures, You had time to play with your children, uh, homeschool them. Uh, you're not supposed to send your uh, children off to this 10th blanket, a communist manifesto, Jew fool school system. That's not what you want for them. You want them to have knowledge, first and foremost, knowledge from Yahweh scripture. And in fact, the scripture was how they taught uh, children to read to begin with, uh, in that book. Um, and so, but you want to be as self-sufficient as possible, have no debt. Uh, you can do things like bring the original land patent forward and record in a lodial title, which is not feudal title, and record your property in a lodial title. Uh, you pay the debt off for that year only, and now it's in a title, and then you never pay property tax again. You can do that here in Texas, used to be able to do it in Nevada, they change the law, but you can still get around it by doing that um, and get out of paying the property taxes. You cannot have any debt on the property, but then nobody can steal it from you either. So this is what Yahweh wants, is for you to be on a self-sufficient farm. If you have you grow your own food, you have your own water, you have your own power, you make your own clothes, you make your own furniture, or if the neighbor next door... He does something. He grows apples and you grow oranges and you trade basket for basket. Nice little, uh, barter trade and the government isn't involved there or some Jew to try to steal some of your money. And there is the middleman and that's all the government is is a middleman. And that's all the uh, Jew merchant is is the middleman. Walmart, they don't create anything. They're the largest company that there is. They don't create anything. They get all the the Chinese slave labor over there to make products. They get shipped over here. Rothschild doesn't ship. They don't create, they don't ship. and then they have box stores and they hire other people to sell them and they sit back and they make the money. They're the middleman and and they've grown to the the family, uh, the five kids, <clears throat> they're all worth well over a uh, hundred billion, uh, far more than Bill Gates um that uh you know i mean they're extremely wealthy family and they're a jew a lot that's one of the funny things that people say oh sam walton he was just a nice guy from arkansas drove a pickup truck and uh you know somehow magically he opened these box stores in these little towns and uh he had a saying that uh well people didn't know how much money there were in those little towns well, it helps that he married a Rockefeller daughter. Yeah. And since he married a Rockefeller daughter, and you folks can look this up on the Internet, uh, that's where he got the contracts and everything and how to expand quickly across America and buy all these box stores. He doesn't own them. They pay a lease on them. Um, and they pay a very low, like 6% uh, rate um, you know, but it's considered a, a real uh, steady rate, and you know, uh that they're liable not to go out of business, although they're starting to go out of business, some of them here, here and there. <coughs> but, yeah, he married a Rockefeller daughter, and they got all the contracts from China and got all the money loaned to him by Chase Manhattan Bank, who Rockefeller controlled and so forth. They forget to mention that in the story, see. But you folks can look it up. You can see where all the lie after lie after lie, it's like just a layer of lies. You're living in Satan land. You're living in Rothschild land. You're you're living in, in Disneyland. I, I hate to include Walt into that uh, group, and I won't say that again, but you're living in a completely controlled satanic world run by Satan's favorite kids, the Rothschild family. And this is what it is. Every single thing, and we're just going through 10 things here on this particular Satan's Top 10 Organizations, we're just going through 10 of them. But every single one of them is controlled by Satan and his kids, and you live in a fantasy world and don't really understand the truth. You've been lied to and lied to and lied to. In fact, I would would guess to say, even all the listeners out here, you're lucky if you know 1% or 2% of the real truth of everything and everything else you think is true is a lie. And I don't say that as an insult. I say that as a statement of experience being older. I'm 66 and I've, uh, I'm well read and I've read hundreds of books in the scripture and studied it. And I live in uh, one of the big fantasy lands in Oy Vegas here uh, where all the people come to gamble and lose their money. Uh it, You know, I mean, I I never understood my whole life why people come to Vegas and gamble their money away. I just don't get it. it, it it's it's amazing to me. You, the game is set for you to lose your money and you do. That's why they keep building billion dollar uh casinos out here. One after the other, after the other, after the other. Even when they had a little downturn in, in 2008, a few of them went out of business. The rest of them picked up the slack. They all went over to China because China was getting so rich. And in Macau, they, uh, the, the, the three Jews, Kirk Kerkorian, uh, 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 Steve Wynn, and uh, Sheldon Adelson, uh, they control 80 percent of the casinos here in America and in uh, Vegas. And they control uh, like 90, 95 percent of the casinos over in Macau. It's just a big, giant Jew scam. Everything is a big, giant Jew scam. You, you folks really need to turn away from Satan land and go back to Yahweh's true word in the Scripture and follow that and have the self-sufficient farm and have your own business and so that you're not a slave to somebody else. Yahweh doesn't want you being a worker bee for some Jew company. He wants you owning your own business. He wants you being self-sufficient. And if you think about it, if you don't have a mortgage payment, you don't have a food bill, you don't have a power bill or a water bill, and you don't have a furniture bill or a clothes bill because you make your own stuff, you don't have a, a gun bill because you, you make your own guns and you reload your own ammunition and stuff, you got very little money uh, that goes out every month. Uh, for anything. Uh, and, and so you can take that money and you can buy more paid for real estate or you can buy more businesses or go and partner with other uh, people who you trust and are experts in the particular business. Always be careful there when somebody else is in there because you have a chance for them to, uh, cheat you. But this is what you need to do. Stop being a wage slave, a debt slave. Because you're a wage slave if you work for the Jew. You're a debt slave if you buy everything on payments and, and every month rolls around. You just hate it because you got to pay all the credit card bills and the car payment and the mortgage payment and so forth. And then, again, you're a tax slave. So you're three slaves in one. you got to pay taxes. And what the Jew does, they have it set up. There's two systems because they're in business, and they want you to be the wage slave. And the, the ratio is generally the, the worker has to produce at least five times or more what you pay them. So if they pay you a thousand a month, uh, you have to generate five thousand or more for the company for them to pay you that thousand a month. Uh, that's the ratio in business. But uh, at any rate, you're, you're three slaves in one. And in the Jew, what they do with there's two tax systems in America, one, 95 percent of the people, their employees and so they make money and then taxes are taken out. Part two taxes are taken out right away in Medicare and Medicaid and state taxes, federal taxes, everything else is taken out right away and then you get to live on what's left over with a business, which is 5% of the people you make the money. Now you have expenses and you have bonuses. And you have uh, other benefits and so forth that come right off the top to lower the bill. And then if there's any profit at the end, you get to uh, pay taxes on the on the profit. And it's a lower tax rate because uh, you're generally paying capital gains rather than ordinary income. So these are the two systems. They just reverse two and three. And so that's where you're at. You just you just have that. But stop being a wage slave. Stop being a debt slave and stop being a tax slave. Get your own self-sufficient farm. Get your own business. Stop doing business with multinational corporations, Walmart and so forth, Sears. Let them go out of business. And what you do is you, uh, other self-sufficient businesses and so forth, support them. And they'll support you back and so forth. And that's how you get rich. It, you can buy your 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 food or your uh, clothes, food, clothing, shelter from anywhere. Buy it from individuals, not from big corporations.
1: Okay, Pastor Bob, um, that's that's very interesting information. And we've got number four now. Now we've got just under fifteen minutes left, um so we shall have enough time to to go through this one because it's quite short. Um, it's political organisations, and what you've said is here. At first, it was warlords, then kings. The United States started with statesmen, honest men, now we have politicians which are liars and thieves. These are the men who run your country, violate the Articles of Confederation, Constitution, the Bill of Rights with their phony laws, all for their 30 pieces of silver. Virtually all commit acts of treason on a regular basis. They have turned over our country to be ruled by the United Nations. We are no longer a sovereign nation. They continue to allow the theft of our money by the Federal Reserve System, the murder of unborn babies and the selling of the body parts. Send our young men and women into wars for no other reason than to make Satan's kids and themselves money with the war machine known as the Bankers and Military Industrial Corporations. They tax you in so many ways that the truth be told, you pay about 82% of your income in tax in one form or another. Yet do they put it for good use? Do they put it to good use? No, they give it to Itzalai, Israelite, Russia, China, etc. People that are our sworn enemies and give them the military technology to destroy our country, while our Christ sons here go hungry. Yet they take the money they don't spend and invest it in the markets to the tune of $60 trillion between federal, state, county, municipalities and school districts and hide it and never tell you about it. The interest on that could stop all taxes forever, give everyone $50,000 a year forever, end all welfare, buy everyone a house, free college for everyone and still have money left over. See uh, www.cafrman.com, that's www.crafman.com man dot com for the proof of the biggest theft in the history of the world. We vote for people like these to run our lives. The voting has been rigged on the national level since 1865 the end of the civil war the united states has been a british colony ever since britain wanted her colony back and had made an unholy alliance with the rothschild banking dynasty long before that the rothschild banks backed both sides of the war more christ sons were killed in that war than all the other wars we have been run by rothschild in england ever since and the politicians know it they all know it do any try to fix it No only a few they have sold us out time and time again is it Possible to vote them out? No, it's too late for that. Besides, the voting system is fixed. Invasion is soon to come. We have been set up for that. They want to disarm you as best as they can, so the final slaughter is easier for the children of Satan and their Shabez Goy. If we catch on to the invasion too soon, then they will start a revolution, Civil War too. Then the invasion to finish us off. That's the future they want for you. Betrayal of your race and country is what we have in DC, the District of Criminals. Um, you, you refer to this uh, website, uh, I don't know if this is still going, but CAFRman.com, because it's quite an old article that you did. But is this to do with the two sets of accounts that you were going to discuss?
0: Yeah. Uh, Walter Burian, uh, who was a commodity trading advisor, uh, 20-some years ago, he discovered this when he was living in New Jersey. And uh, Florio, who was the governor um, he ran on the platform of no new taxes. And the very first thing he did when he got into office was raise taxes through the roof in New Jersey. And there was a big recall to get rid of him because uh, it, it just a lying politician, if there ever was one. And so uh, he was a CTA commodity trading advisor. So they understand numbers and markets and so forth. So he went down to the county recorder and he, uh, he says, you know, what do they need all the money for? You got the New Jersey casinos, you got the Port Authority, you got the New Jersey Turnpike, it's just a small state. We have all the sources of income, what do they need to raise taxes for? So he went down there and he asked the county recorder, uh, the clerk there, he asked him for a copy of the budget. So he gave him a copy of the budget. Walter looked at it and he says, well, this shows the expenditures, but it doesn't show the income and so the clerk not knowing any better he says oh what you want is a copy of the comprehensive annual financial report and so he says okay and uh so he took a look at it and that showed the uh, income and he couldn't believe what he was seeing and so he he said uh uh th- th- this can't be true so he went around he, he looked at all the states and all the counties and the the national to make a long story short, at that time, which was about oh, 15 years ago or more, when he was on my radio show, there it was a surplus in America uh, of over $100 trillion that is not talked about at all. I'm sure they're doing this in England. He didn't do England, but I'm sure they're doing it in all the Christian countries, um, where they steal through taxes all this money and they keep it in secret funds for themselves. Uh, also, the school districts, the, the Jew Fool public school system, the 10th Plank in the Communist Manifesto. So Walter, he went around and uh, on a lot of radio shows, and this information is out. Kaferman, uh I won't get into it much more than that uh, for time constraint, but uh, basically Bill Bradley, who was a senator, ex-basketball player, uh he was giving a speech so walter went uh there to uh, see him and he was running for reelection as a senator and so after he gave a speech he says okay i'll take questions from the audience and so uh what he uh walter he stood up and he said i'd like you to tell us about the comprehensive annual financial report and he said bradley's eyes got as big as coke bottles and he says you know about that? And he says, yeah, I have a copy of it right here. And, uh, Bradley says, I'm out of here. And he walked right off stage, uh, as fast as he could. And so the politicians know about it. They're treasonous traitors. They're liars and thieves. They are either, uh, they've taken their bribes or they're blackmailed because they're pedophiles or they're faggots. Again, folks, uh, this is hard truth for you. I'm telling you the straight truth. And even in here, I mentioned, because uh, I knew way back then about how they take the unborn babies and they uh, sell uh, the body parts uh, in China as a food and, uh, you know, uh, to the cosmetic companies. And they uh, mash it all up there. And then the women put it, the cream on their face and so forth. Oh, you will look beautiful with the new war paint. And stuff, and it's all nonsense, uh, folks. You live in a dreamland. Virtually everything you know is a lie, and this is one of the biggest lies ever uncovered. This comprehensive annual financial report, C A F R M A N dot com. I urge anybody to get it. You can buy the video from him. Uh They they pretty much ruined him. The government, they came after him and, and took his uh, son and uh, put him in poverty. He had to move out to Arizona uh, right on the border of an Indian reservation out there just to get away. And, uh, you know, so he's kind of hurting for money. But he uncovered the biggest theft in history that I'm aware of. Um, and who's behind that? Satan. And who's Satan's favorite kids? The Rothschild family. And who do they control? They control all of your politicians, and they control all of your governments because they control the central banks. And and as they said, uh, we create the recessions and depressions by a very simple thing. We stop printing money, we stop issuing money, and then there's less money in circulation and everybody goes broke and prices come down. And when they want the economy to go again, they start printing money again and loaning it out to people. And so they start borrowing more and getting in debt and so forth. Yahweh says, oh no man anything, period, end of story. You're not supposed to own, owe one penny to anybody anywhere. And I highly recommend a bankruptcy they call here in America, chapter seven. I don't know what they call it in England, but uh, you bankrupt and wipe out all of your bills 100% and start over. That's what I suggest everybody do. Don't sit there and try to figure out how to pay off all your bills and someday you'll have money. Time is short. You need to get rid of all that debt now. And the bankers already figure that into uh, when they make the loan that a certain percentage of people will file a bankruptcy and uh, get rid of them. But it, it's bankruptcy of nothing because the money was printed out of nothing. You're, you're not, you don't owe anything because the money they gave you is worth nothing. And the interest you're not supposed to pay, it says Yahweh. So uh, as far as political organizations, it's these treasonous traitor politicians in these countries that keep this thing going. And uh, why the special forces in all the white race countries don't rise up. And uh, or secretly, don't rise up, but secretly go and assassinate all these politicians and these Jew bankers, starting with the Rothschild family, the Warburgs, the Schiffs. Why? Because they're the ones who are destroying you. This is self-defense that you're doing. Yahweh, first off, commanded in Genesis 3.15 for you to kill all Jews, period, end of story. Uh, repeats it again. It's in the entire book of Obadiah. Matthew 13, and he says when he comes back, he's doing it in revelations and other places. Uh, folks, it, I mean, it's, it's, it's gonna happen. This is war. You've actually been in a war for 7,500 years, or your entire life, generation after generation. You're in a war, the children of light, the children of Yahweh, with Satan's DNA, demon spawn kids, which happen to be the Jews, and many of the other races that are not white pure white and they're not jew they're pawns of the jew and so they're coming against you i guarantee you every black man on planet earth hates the white race and if they say they don't they're a liar but they do every chinaman that they hate the the white race they call us the round eye uh is their slang term but All of these things, folks, you got to understand, these politicians, they're the middleman. They're the buffer between the bankers who are the real controllers. And the bankers all answer the Rothschild, who's at the top of the food chain, who answers to his father, his literal father, because he has his blood running through his veins, the Rothschild. That's Satan himself. That's all going to come to an end. That says, that's said in the scriptures that's Genesis 3.15. That's the whole deal. When Yahweh, as Yahshua, returns and he destroys all the Jews, everything that offends, all the sodomites, all the drunks, all the drug addicts, all these treasonous traitor politicians, they're all going, uh and they're going, and that's going to be the end of them like the dodo bird. They ain't going to be around anymore. Excellent, and, Pastor Bob.
1: Uh, that, sorry, we've run out of time, but that was a great finish to the show and we can continue next time with part five uh, part five of your article will be part three for the show thank you so much for joining me again today thank you everybody for listening and I'll be back with you all soon bye for now
0: you have been listening to the Andrew Carrington Hitchcock show on the Eurofolk radio network Andrew's book The Synagogue of Satan is now available on his website andrewcarringtonhitchcock.com in an updated expanded Censored edition.